Hello Africa, this is Let's Talk, where we take a light-hearted look at everyday life, the day-to-day issues you care about. I'm your host, Sunday Shamar in Washington. Tonight, technology. All our driving side, we want cars which can move on their own, we want just to sit and move. So human beings becoming a god making that doesn't want to work anymore, he just wants to eat and sleep. Technology is the branch of knowledge that deals with the creation and use of technical means and the interrelation with life, society, and environment. And we have seen the programs for flying cars, self-driving cars, Uber, robots, tubes, electric trains, and the like. So where are we heading to? Is the science community too ambitious or doing too much? All right on track. Well, tonight we'll explore this, of course, in our usual light-hearted manner. So please stay tuned. Now it's time to welcome to our show all the way from Florida in the U.S., uh, Professor Doreen Cobello. Welcome to the show. Thank you very much. Thank you. You're welcome. And also we have my colleague in the house, uh, Kenneth Wiede. Welcome back to the show. Thank you, Sunday. It is half good to have you back. All right. In this edition of Let's Talk, we'll be discussing technology. Well, we all know technology and innovations such as driverless cars, exploration to the moon, and now exploration to the red planet or Mars. These are one of the programs that really transform our lives. And at the same time, is our society ready to to go along with the ride? Well, I spoke to Martens Ekombo from Cameroon, and I wanted to know his take. There is a program which I study, which they call artificial intelligence. Mm -hmm. They, at one point, believed that the technology community is trying to bring some level of innovation. But the thing which remains unanswered is how long will these innovations last? You understand that? Okay. Because on on a daily basis, new some of those new technologies, they emerge, and, you know, they easily fade away. You understand? They easily wipe out. Like, uh, let's just say, like, the wind is blowing because this person... Who, who try this approach, this approach is working, and then you at a long or short run, you realize that that approach has become obsolete, and then this other one. So there is no level of, of sustainability in terms of technology. Let's say, for example, why is that? The case. Why do I say that is because, one, technology is, is not limited to one simple application. Technology is not limited to one single individual and and everybody is exposed to technology. You understand? Right. It, they, so so it has made it in a way that I think if if I'm not mistaken, technology has become the most competitive domain here in in this current generation. Because of that, you think this is about money or is about just trying to go to one level to the next for human beings' life to be easier and better? There are a couple of reasons that might be associated to that. One could be that one is is being that 
people want easy life. They believe that by engaging in so much technology, life will become easier for them. That's one. The second reason might be that a lot of people, they want, they want people want to make money. So they believe that through that, they can get money. Another thing which is which is also there is is that we, we easily rely on technology, but most times we technology fails us. Okay. Like take what? For exam- uh-huh. Take for example. You know, today, in, in, in the years behind, we were not talking about cloud services. Right. You understand that? We were not talking about cl- cloud services. We knew about uh, data warehousing where repositories are created so that data can be stored and then uh, decision-making, they can draw some decisions from those data. But the thing which is here today is that the cloud, somebody will tell you, okay, I design a cloud and I can store your information. But you don't know the next person who is using that information. You understand? At the the time, you might not even know, you might not even have access to that cloud, uh, that information which stored by somebody somewhere in an unknown destination which you might not have access to. Thank you, Martenze Combo. Tonight on Let's Talk, we are discussing technology. Well, back to the studio. I want to know, do these technologies affect our lives, policies, economies, and everything around us? So, I will start with you, Doreen Cobello. Professor Doreen, tell me something about your... You are an engineer. Yes, but sir. you don't see this with so many women, so to speak. But, of course, you are there anyway. Yeah. But tell us, with technology today, do you see that the science community is being too ambitious? Or this is like we are on the right track with all these innovations today? Um, I will take you back to back in the ancient, uh, ancient history. Mm-hmm. Um, let's let's think about the the pyramids. Okay. Uh, these are these these are one of the like they are one of the wonders of the world. Right. They're um, really major structures. Yet everybody was asking how they did it. Yeah. So if you can true. imagine how what they were doing back then, using imagine. all the you know the invent inventions which were local inventions, really um, uh, local and I would say premature inventions, but they did it. Now, if the pyramids were built today, because we, t- we talk about all these major structures that have been built for years to come. Mm-hmm. Now you have China coming up with a building that has been built, that's been erected in, you know, 72 hours. Wow. So are we too ambitious? Yeah, we're ambitious. But is it bad? No. Um, it makes life easy. You know, we talk mm-hmm. about machines. What is a machine? In science, when we're in fifth grade, in Tanzania, I remember fifth grade or third grade, you're told a machine is something that makes things easy. Mm. So what we're trying to do is make things easy, make life easy, make um, make our communications easy, make our transportation easy, make our infrastructures easy to use. So if you don't have any problems, then you won't progress. The United States did not have this interstate system. It was because of the war when they were trying to fight um, trying to run away, then they just created this interstate system. So mm. technology is something that is making us progress. It's making th- life easy. Mm. And again, we're being very ambitious because some of the resources in the in the in, on Earth, we feel that it's not enough, and we're trying to look for some things outside in the outer space. Mm. Um, these are things that are just being done to make sure that our lifestyle is made easy. Our you know humanity is just 
being in a comfortable area. Okay. And Doreen, just for the sake of those who are listening to us outside the U.S., when you say the inter-system or interconnected system about the U.S., what are you referring to? What do you mean? I'm, I'm Can you explain that? I'm referring to the roadway system. I'm a transportation engineer, and mm-hmm. uh, you have about four levels of roadways. You have your collector roads, you have your arterial roads, you have your um, non-limited access and limited access roads. And I'm, I'm actually mentioning things. I'm mentioning categories which are not right right now, mm. but uh, the interstate system is one of the one of the systems where these are non these are limited access roadways. So if you're if for those who are say think about Africa, I always hope and wish mm. that we have this system. If I want to travel from South Africa all the way to to uh, Cameroon mm. or all the way to Mar- to Mauritius, mm. you can actually have a roadway where nobody has to stop unless you have to get gas. Okay. And go all, goes all the way to from the south to the north. Anyway, Kenneth Wheeler, tell me something. What do you think? Is this something that the world is too ambitious? In the end of the day, maybe we're putting ourselves into trouble, or this is the very best way to go with technology. You remember the science show I went last uh, not too long ago when you saw those robots talking. <laughs> <laughs> you see, and mind you, we all come from the genesis of these scriptures and these holy books, and all these holy books yeah. is. There is a way they agree with each other that when man was created, yeah. the order was he must struggle for him to provide food and he must sweat. Oh yeah. Unfortunately, we are not willing to sweat. <laughs> we are becoming so lazy. We don't want to struggle. We don't mm. want to be seen as if we are so hard with life. We want simple things, easy things, things to be done quickly, things to be done in a simple way, things to be done in an easy way, and that's technology. We want machines to do everything for us, from mm. cooking to washing. And we, very soon we might even be seeing mm. using machines walking, pushing ourselves <laughs> on machines. We want machines to take us so quickly. So we are not uh, being overambitious. We are not really pushing it, but we are lazy and we want things to do the way <laughs> things should be done. And in an easy way, very quick, very fast, that we can even ourselves do it. We want this agriculture to be by machinery. Yeah. Man, even man itself, we don't want to touch it. We want machines to do it for us. You did robots recently, as you said. Mm. We want robots to control traffic, to control our driving style. We want cars which can move on their own. We want just to sit and move. Oh, yeah. So human beings becoming a, a, a god's making that doesn't want to work anymore. He just wants to eat and sleep. You know, I even the... to differ. <laughs> exactly, and I like that. I want to hear, I want to hear the difference, yes. the difference here. You Tell know me. What? I, I, I see what you're saying when it comes to... Tro- <laughs> Definitely, man. You know, scientists, most of the time, you hear all the scientists say that, oh, you know, we can do everything. Which, mm-hmm. in, in contrary, I'm, 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 I'm a believer, I'm, I'm a very faithful person, and I believe that we can't do everything. Okay. But mm-hmm. um, I would say... Being in transportation again, mm-hmm. um, the issue of driverless cars, the issue of automated vehicles, um, that is something that we have to think about. As you're growing old, the way you are right now wasn't the same way you were when you're two years old, three years old. Well, a teenager, when you were jumping around, being able to do everything, right? Mm-hmm. Now, in this case, especially in this country where most people live solo life. A person needs, wants their, their own freedom. I need to go to the hospital, and I'm, try, I'm driving. I'm 90 years old. My, my reflexes are not as good. 
and I'm driving with other people who have better reflexes. How do we help them Uba. go from their look from their home? As Sunday says, your body system is mm. made in a way that it reaches a certain time and it has to relax. It has to somebody has to do it for you. You have to that's, accept that, that my body has the status in which I can be assisted. But there you are, ninety old. You mm -hmm. are sick. You still want to drive. Exactly. Mm -hmm. And it's, it's because I don't have the means to have somebody to take care of me. Mm. That's now another that's problem, right. too. The people around you are becoming from, mean. We're, we're and just because people are becoming mean around you, then exactly. you have to force machines to the do thing. it for so you. If they're mean, I cannot control somebody else. Mm -hmm. But we're blessed back home where you can actually have a family that will take care of you. In this country here, and that's where you actually see all these, especially in the transportation system, where you have a lot of changes because mm -hmm. you have these issues. Some, right now, you have... Again, it's a problem that's happening. You mm. have people, um, the, the generation right now is technologically inclined. They cannot put their phone down. Oh, yeah. But the issue is, should we just have them, um, is, this a, is this a suicide mission for them to, we just leave them to die on the roadways while they're texting and driving? While no. they're doing their makeup and driving? Mm -mm. While they're eating and driving? So what we're trying to do is, of course, you know, we're maybe we're babysitting this idea or we're babysitting this, this behavior, but we should not make it a death sentence for them. What do we do? We're trying to make sure that we're having things that will prevent them from, from getting into these, these accidents. And yeah, in other areas, yeah. like in the medical field right now, yeah, there's a, there's a lot. In the medical field. And there's a lot. And, and not only that, just like Kenneth mentioned, not only that, we need help for like a 90 year old drive or go to the hospital or go anywhere she want to go to or he want to go to. There's also this help at home. Honda came with a robot who can actually come and work in your house. But nah, there's a question. That's an issue. <laughs> yeah. Is this something that we can really sustain that these robots now are taking over in places in Japan? People are scared that, you know what, our jobs will be taken away by these robots because they will be doing all the work for these older people. So yeah. what is going to happen? And hold on right there, Kenneth. Hold on right there with your thought. Technology is the topic tonight. So many interesting views and so many differences. For those of you just joining us, this is Let's Talk, a program of the Voice of America's Africa service. What's up, Africa? I'm Jackson Bungani in Washington. And I'm Nadia Sami. Thanks for joining us. We'd love to have you on board. This is Upfront on The Voice of America. Listen, let's be upfront. There's a lot to talk about. We need to discuss what's going on in your communities, issues that affect you. Are you involved? Are you engaged in transforming your society? Today, right now, this is your platform. Let us know what you've been up to. Check us out on Facebook. Drop us a line. Upfront is a show where we look at issues that affect Africa's youth giving you an opportunity to express yourself as you connect with other youth around the continent. In this interconnected world, we share a destiny. So let us share our solutions to issues like unemployment, education reform, elections, free speech, and many others. Nothing is off the table. Nothing is off the table. Absolutely nothing is off the table. It's upfront Wednesdays at 1730 UTC, Saturday 1900 UTC, and Sunday at 9 1930 UTC, right, right here, here on, on VOA, VOA Africa. Africa. This is Let's Talk, where we take a light-hearted look at everyday issues of importance to you. I'm your host, Sunday Shamari, in the studio with uh, Doreen Cobello and Kenneth Wire, right now discussing 
technology in our lives today? Well, the world is changing every day. As Kenneth said, some people don't want to struggle, stay lazy and have everything done for them. But Doreen differs and say, you know what? It's about technology, it's about innovation, it's about making life easier for those folks who are vulnerable, older, younger, those need help. Anyway, we have seen the technology changing. We have seen Facebook Live, social media advances. We've seen drones delivering food, delivering at home. Order your package, it comes to your house. You don't have to worry about the postal guy. But anyway, Google is also trying a lot. They're trying to do Wi-Fi for 4 billion people currently disconnected in the remote areas. Now, how are they going to do it? They think of using hot air balloons. Now, is this again too much? Too ambitious? Oh, it's okay. You're going to help folks in those areas. So, I spoke to Neema Olori, and I wanted to know her take. As humans, we are wired and created to solve problems. That is what we do. So, right. if we're not, if it's not happening now, it's going to, it's bound to happen in a little while. Does that make sense? We're okay. always wanting to solve problems. So we have new problems that are coming up every day, and we use technology to solve those problems, right? There's no way we can get to the next problem without solving the previous problem. The same way we cannot have formed a car without having formed a wheel, right? We could not have formed um, a rocket that flies and uses combustion, whatever, to launch into space without Mm -hmm. having created fire. All of these... these, all these are, are problems that are being solved. Okay. That's what we do but, but, and that's what technology is all about. Oh, right. Very good. Thank you for saying that. But also, do you think that although we are solving a lot of problems, are we also not creating some problems with this technology? Um, I honestly believe that, yes. I mean, it's true that new problems are created every day with new technology. Um, but I honestly think that the solution... To a problem is not removing something that it's not going backwards in time or removing technology. Okay. It's it's about us figuring out, okay, this is a new world that we live in. Uh-huh. We need to move forward and find a solution to that problem. So yes, we do okay. have technology, we do have all these social media, all this, we have all that. But what would be the solution towards that issue or towards that problem? The same way that once upon a time, right? Uh-huh. Before the industrial age um, that came up, you know, before that, people used to just farm in their farms. They stay in the villages. They farm, right? Mm. But then when we have the industrial age or the the, the industrial revolution, actually, mm-hmm. the industrial revolution that happened, people started moving towards cities. Why? Because there were now machines that were doing all this work. There were mm. factories, and people started moving to the cities. And then we had all these flocking of people in the cities. We had all these. But guess what? Mm. We the solution is not to remove the technology or remove the factories and go back to the village, right? Or mm. go back to the small towns. The solution is to figure out, oh, hey, look, we have people flocking. How can we solve that problem? And that is one... Another solution comes, another technology comes up. Right. And you're very right because, Nima, if you see now, there's so many people flocked into cities. Now you have Uber, you have regular cars, you have Metro going underneath underground system. Mm -hmm. But also now that this new technology of self-driving cars, Uber wants to use that. Would you like to try one of those and get into the car to be the first? No. <laughs> no. Okay, and I'm not. Okay, so let me, let's put it like this. Yeah. I'm not against self-driving vehicles. Okay. 
Thank you, Nemo Lori. This is Let's Talk, and we're discussing technology. The breakthroughs of 2017, some of them are scientists reported making remarkable progress at using brain implants to restore the freedom of movement that helps spinal cord injuries. Others came up with paying with your face. Face-to-face detection system in China now is used to authorize payments. We also have the 360-degree selfie. This is taking like all around. You just sit there and take your selfie and your friends and everything else. Kenneth Bido, you wanted to say something. These are some of the things that we really see that they're helping people out there. Don't you also believe that still these breakthroughs are needed to help people move around? It is true Sunday. We can't run away from technology where we are. We depend on it. And it has become part of our life. And it's controlling our lives. Whatever you're touching is about technology. Whatever you are doing is about technology. Whatever you will do next after this is about technology. Technology is now controlling our life. It has to control our life. But where it is being, the word I can use, misuse is the innovators are becoming into competition. Everybody's competing. Can I be known in the world as number one? So in the essence of I'm competing to beat this, to beat the other one. Japan is high on the other end. U.S. is high on the other end. China is moving very fast, duplicating and making itself appear number one. Mm. People are struggling and focusing on technology. Now, as they focus on technology, they forget that the people who are going to use this technology also need survival in one way or another. So this is the technology they are coming up with. It's again reverting back and fighting them on their survival, as you said, maybe in terms of jobs, as robots will take over. Mm. Machines will do everything for you. However much we need this technology Sunday, in one way or another, as you compete and you become of ambitious as number one, the end result will be technology and the innovations we make will override our lifestyle. After overriding our lifestyle, now when you hear the issues, what I talked about, laziness, obesity, cancer, mm. and all other kind of negatives that come with the technology in technological innovation. Technology isn't bad, I repeat, mm-hmm. but the overambitious and the rush to be number one, it is posing a great, great, very negative impact in the future. And maybe, Kenneth Bude, you're also referring to, I can give you a good example when you said about uh, trying to be lazy. It's about, for a good example here in the States, we see everything is automated and we have the drive-through Everybody don't want to get off the car, especially when it's cold. <laughs> I don't know, Doreen, this one you don't face in Florida, oh, no, okay? I, but here, sorry, I don't understand what you're talking about. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> we don't have that problem. I know, right? <laughs> so when you find us here during the cold winters, Doreen, nobody's getting off their car. When That's you go true. to buy your food, drive through. When true. you go to the bank, drive through. So you like technology, you are an engineer. What do you see here? I would say that the issue is technology is taking over people's lives, but it should not. Okay. And that's the thing about educating people about the technology that they get. Right. Like you're saying, I mean, look at you guys. Are li- you, you live in a cold climate. I'm not. I, I, I can't fault you for wanting a drive-through when you're going when you're driving yeah. um, to go and try and get some food, which you're not supposed. You better be cooking at home. <laughs> but, 
again, it's, it's the fact that we're getting lazy. And the yeah. biggest issue around here is yeah. the fact that people are not ed well educated about the technology that they receive. A good example is the fact that we've, we've moved away completely from community living mm. where you have kids coming from school, playing outside, and, you know, having to be called in the middle, you know, in the evening to go and to have their meal. Mm -hmm. And not be on their phones uh -huh. while they're eating and go and have maybe their homework done and go to sleep. Right. What is happening is the child is going home, they're done with their homework, or maybe not even done with their homework. They're sitting on a, on a computer playing video games, yep. and that's their lifestyle. Mm -hmm. And there's a, lot of, uh, there's a lot of studies right now that are being done on the time that kids are staying on, 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 on uh, video games, time mm -hmm. people, kids are staying on screens. Right. So as a parent, because this starts from the household, is a parent. Now, if the parent is not well-educated with the technology or if they're letting their kids, you know, be in that kind of environment, then that will definitely be um, transformed to their adulthood. Mm -hmm. And that's where you have these issues of obesity. You have these issues of people not being able to interact, mm -hmm. you know. And if you, look, if you think about, I think about autistic kids. I have, I have a nephew who is autistic mm. back in Tanzania. Okay. But the thing is, because we don't have that much of interaction with the screen and all that, he has to interact with people. Right. So that helps. That helps with the with oh, the development yeah. too. That's big. So the the issue the issue is the education that we get about this technology. Now we have to be well like you like we were saying. There's, in my opinion, is not that we get becoming lazy. Is we are be, we are becoming dependent and not being lazy, just mm -hmm. dependent on these things to do stuff for us. Not in the, in the case of laziness, right. because people actually are very, the kids are doing a lot of work in their heads, mm -hmm. <laughs> trying to figure out these things. <laughs> exactly. And I applaud them. You find a three-year-old kid Give your cell phone to a kid and see what she does with it. Give them a cell phone. At a three-year-old. I couldn't do that when I was, 10, I was 13. I know. So it's, it's an issue of the society. What do we do to educate the society on what needs to be done and yeah. how these technologies can help us? Yeah, you're right, Doreen. You're right, Doreen. They, these kids are very brainy. They're very smart. They know it's, everything that's about the these thing. phones. They're very they smart. Big things. Doreen, hold it right there. And, uh, as Shaka say, time is not our greatest ally. So hold it. <laughs> right there. You're tuned to Let's Talk, a program of the Voice of America's African Service. It comes to you Mondays at 17 hours 30 universal time right here on the Africa Service of the Voice of America. We will be back. You miss me? I miss all of y'all. All y'all girls standing together like that. I can't take it.